Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Talk and Chalk in podcast form, where I literally rip the audio from my earliest videos, slap an intro on it, and hopefully you get something engaging out of it. Today's topic is where is the work-life balance? And it's interesting as I listened back to this video where we're talking about how uh, teachers are overworked, it's all in the media, and really... That was two years ago that I recorded that video and it is still the case today and I'm sure it will be the case for a long time. It's just the culture that we live in. But this video was more about trying to engage with you guys as the audience to see how do you find work-life balance and some of the struggles that I was facing at the time. So I hope you enjoy the conversation that comes out of this. I'd love to hear from you if you have any questions or comments to make. Uh, you can hit me up on any of my social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I always respond. I always want to chat with you guys. So let's flip, flip over to the video audio and uh, see what I had to say. Hi everyone. Welcome to Talk and Chalk. I'm Beck. I'm a teacher. These are just my unedited videos where I share tips and bits of advice on different things to do with education and teaching. Although today's one isn't so much an advice video, I guess it's a bit of a rant where I'm asking you guys for advice. Um, it's education week this week and there's lots and lots of activities going on. So lots of teachers putting in extra effort, executives putting in lots of effort um and people generally just interacting with with their community and inviting parents into the school and doing lots of wonderful things but there's also been a lot of things in the news lately about um teachers being overworked about workload about pressure about the percentages of teachers that are leaving the profession which is very scary because there's a lot of wonderful teachers out there that i hope don't leave the profession they're valuable assets in our schools and kids need them pretty much and fellow teachers need them as well and I guess it's a bit of a realization about just how much goes into the job that is outside school hours but I think the the fact that we don't sort of know how to shut our brains off as teachers we're always thinking about ways that we can improve our school or improve our class or help our kids you duck into the shop to get something and we always end up coming out with extra fruit for those kids that don't have fruit break or extra pencils or textures or stickers or things just to make things a bit better in our classroom. Driving home, I sometimes can't even shut off and, and sing along to the radio because we've always got something going on in our head. Our to-do list, to list never, ever ends, ever. There's always something to replace it. Um, it's like the mail, it just keeps going and going and going. And I think part of that is what our pressure is, what our workload is, is that even though we might have finished marking or programming or doing assessments or finished a meeting, we can't seem to shut off our brains, which is why we don't seem to be able to get this whole work-life balance that we keep being told that we need to have. And I definitely don't have it. I realized today my, my phone doesn't even have work-life balance. I've got just as many pictures of my classroom and my students on my phone as I do as my kids. Um, I've got emails constantly coming in as well as text messages from friends. There's, it's, sometimes it's more than the other. So I'm sure I'm not the only, I know I'm not the only one. I know there's plenty of other teachers out there. Otherwise we wouldn't be seeing these reports and statistics about teachers that are feeling the burden and then leaving the profession. And I know definitely Sydney at the moment, Australia, the media has been reporting these things like housing affordability, that teachers can't even afford houses close to where they work and it's putting strain on things and casual teachers unable to get their own home because of various reasons with employment or with banking or just rules that, that bog us down. 
I guess I'm keen to know how other people out there gain a work-life balance. How do you know you've got a work-life balance? I've got kids. My kids come first. Kids and students. My kids are my kids. Um, so, you know, I used to be a dancer. I used to dance every night, tap, jazz, ballet, funk, hip-hop, you name it. And it was a great way to de-stress and re-energize and keep fit and healthy. And now pretty much my time is dedicated to, you know, my own family. And then when they go to bed, I jump on the Surface Pro here and um, and get all my work done. And I found that making these videos has been really helpful because I've met so many wonderful teachers. Thank you to all those people out there that have messaged me and send me lovely messages and asked me questions about different things and advice. You've given me lots of suggestions for future videos. Doing this is a bit of a de-stress for me, actually. I can sit down and I guess I'm venting at the moment a little bit, but I, I get to communicate with people that I otherwise wouldn't have had the chance to communicate with. Um, I, at the moment, one of the things that I, I know I can de-stress with is every Friday night, I, I jump online with a lovely group of people and I play Dungeons and Dragons. Yes, I'm a nerd, deal with it. I'm a nerd, but I love it. I was introduced to it about a year ago and um, I've been incredibly addicted and I even ended up taking Dungeons and Dragons into my classroom to help enhance writing, but that'll be a video for a later time. But that's definitely something Friday I look forward to it, not just because it's TGIF, um, but because I know I get to have fun. I get to get out of my head. I get to get into a different zone. I'm not thinking about my to-do list. I'm not um, thinking about programming or anything that needs to be done um and i get to to have fun for a while that's that's at least one night a week i get to do that but i don't know if that's really a balance that's one night a week every other night guaranteed once the kids are in bed hubby and i have a cup of tea have a chat and then i'm straight back into the computer again um there's just a, a lot of paperwork involved in our job now and i've been through those years i've been teaching 15 years now so i've I started with the chalkboard, I went to the whiteboard, I've got the interactive whiteboard, I'm looking forward to whatever the next feature is going to be on my wall. And I love the fact that my experience means that I can use all those different things in my classroom. But there's just been so many changes now and you would think that after 15 years, I would have just had it nailed. Nah, get up, go work, teach, perfect. But our career, our education's just constantly changing and we have to change with it. Um, and the problem is, is that we can't compare ourselves to each other in terms of our our work life balance or how things are hard or not hard. And um, I watched a TED talk once that really opened up my eyes to the term hard. Hard is a relative term. Your hard is different to my hard. It's different to someone else's hard. Um, we, we can't say one is harder than the other because we've all got our own versions of hard that's going on in our lives. So... I guess the best thing we can do is all talk to each other and support each other and, and share our tips and ideas and occasionally, you know, go for milkshakes on a Friday afternoon, which is always pretty good. Um, but hey, I'd love to hear how you guys find a work-life balance or if you're searching for that work-life balance, if if someone else might be able to suggest something to you, um, I'd love to see them in the, in the comments below or on any of the links that I share. I'll pop my link to my Twitter and my Facebook um, the Facebook page that are on there, feel free to drop me a message. I've had so many messages from people either saying that they wish they could do their own videos or they wish they could reach out with people or connect with people or try different things in the classroom. And those conversations are the best things that we have. 
across the globe. We've got people on here from Australia and I've seen people on here from America and around the world as well. So um, keep it going, share it around. I'd love to hear from more of you. And thank you so much to the people that have subscribed so far. It makes me feel very, very loved <laughs> um, and nothing but positivity at the moment. So um, thank you for all of that. If you haven't subscribed, I'd love to see you do that. And I'll even um, pop um, maybe one of my other videos here as a link if you haven't seen any of them. And um, I'll also pop a link below in the description to my kids educational channel, which is called Clever Pickles, which has just now reached 200 viewers, which is blowing my mind. So um, thanks guys. Have a good night and rest up for education week. Bye. So I'm very, very sure as I touched on some points in that video slash audio, there are things that would probably resonate with you guys. We always seem to have a hard time finding that work-life balance. I do like to admit though that in the two years since I filmed that video, I have taken measures to make sure my work-life balance has improved. I probably don't do it as well as I should, but you know, that's teacher life. <laughs> okay. I hope you enjoyed that one. Uh, enjoy as you travel. Hopefully you are somewhere laying and resting easy as you listen to this. Enjoy the rest of your time. See you in the next podcast, which is all about awkward, funny moments as a teacher.